Auburn hires DJ Durkin. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Is Perry Thompson getting overlooked? Who's the most important transfer? We get to that later in the show. But Auburn, Hugh Freeze, they hired DJ Durkin. Finally, a defensive coordinator has been named in Charlie Five. I think this is an incredible hire. I think he is respected around in the industry for his scheme, which is what we love so much about Ron Roberts a year ago. And he's been effective on the recruiting trail. There's, there's a lot to like about the hire of DJ Durkin. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, uh, I'm honestly, look, Chris Kiffin was Hugh's number one guy. He's been that guy for two years now. Uh, he was the number one guy in last cycle. He was the number one guy this this cycle. I honestly just trusted Hugh on that one, okay? I honestly just trusted Hugh on that one. I looked at the possible NFL connection, uh, you know, the the wealth of knowledge he has. From, they don't just hire bums in the NFL, he did. Right. He only had one year of play play calling experience as a defensive coordinator. I just had to trust him on that one, uh, that because that was his guy. I always wanted when D- DJ Durkin's name surfaced. That's this is the guy I wanted. I, I was almost hoping that Chris Kiffin didn't work out because everywhere this guy's been, he's improved defenses. He's his kept people out of the end zone. If you always if you look at all of his d- defenses, he's always in the top 4 or 5 uh in scoring defense in any conference he plays in. It does not matter. It does not mm-hmm. matter. The worst year he ever had, he took over when Lane was hired at Ole Miss and they were terrible and he jumped them all the way from 14th to 8th in one season in in scoring defense. Uh this is a guy that uh, you know, he had a little bit of a, a you know uh, issues at, at Maryland, a tragedy at Maryland. But uh, Nick Saban hired him as an analyst like within no time after he was fired at Alabama. He would have been he would have been Alabama's defensive coordinator had Nick Saban not retired. He was going to be hired by okay. Alabama. He's courted by Missouri, courted by Mississippi State. Um, he's been vetted throughout the whole SEC. He's very well respected. Great recruiter. I'm ecstatic as you can tell that this ended up being the guy what a plan b what a plan b and if you even want to call it a plan b yeah yeah i mean i guess we don't know what plan a and plan b was but i mean certainly dj dirk and um coming to auburn as defensive coordinator i i, I love it i love it he he's he's kind of coached several different position groups so i'm hesitant to say this but it does seem like the position group that could have the most impact is linebacker. Yes. And I just look at Eugene Asante coming back one more year in, in, until he gets a chance to kind of make a splash and enter the draft. And then couple that with this freshman class that Auburn just brought in at the linebacker. I mean, the you could argue the 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 winners of this hire is Demarcus Riddick. I mean, oh, huge. you know, just, just as far as coaching instinct and coaching, you know, football IQ and everything that you need to do and to develop as a linebacker. Oh my goodness. You look at him, you look at DJ Barber. Like there's, there's a lot to get excited about with the future of these linebackers as well under DJ Durkin. 
Absolutely. And, now, and from what I understand about DJ is he's a very hands-on position coach as well. So like yeah. he's going to be in the middle of that linebacker room. Ron Roberts technically was. I don't think – I think he kind of left it to Aldridge, which kind of made the edges sort of uh, uh, 50-50 between Aldridge and and, uh, and Jeremy Garrett. Right. Now maybe this allows Aldridge to be a 100% pass rusher guy, which is – which is massive because he's a blossoming up and coming coach. And for him to be able to work uh, with D uh, with DJ, they sort of have the same sort of mindset as far as linebacker guys, uh, those two team up, man, that's that, that is a think about, think about Josh Durkin versus, you know, Josh Aldridge and Ron Roberts. I just, that's, I don't know. It just seems like a massive upgraded duo right there. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it seems like the perfect fit at, you got their two B, two DB coaches already. Um, you, you, and DJ is naturally a linebacker guy uh, and and a, and a play caller. So it's just. And then you cut. You got Charles Kelly on the staff, who's had play calling experience. Man, you just got right. a lot of. This is an all star defensive staff, absolutely from top to bottom. You cannot find a weakness. So now that the staff is done, finally. Would you say all in all, it's a better staff now than a year ago? Because I would say that it is. Oh, easily. I yep. think easily it's a better it's a, it's a better staff. Um, you got a, a whole a whole another year of Jeremy Garrett, who's already got his defensive line class for twenty twenty five almost locked down. A whole another year of of Josh Aldridge, uh, crime and Charles Kelly tag teaming it. Insane, uh, dude. They know every inch of the state, every inch of uh, the the southeast, uh, and then you throw in DJ Durkin, who's one of the more ex uh, respected. Um, play callers uh defensive minds in the you know in the southeast definitely in the sec um man it's just it's 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 it i don't know that it could be a better uh it, it, it'd be hard to find a better staff top to bottom for recruiting the south yes. uh experience young you got young experience you got older experience you got a little bit of everything and uh it's a just incredibly well-rounded and you just feel like there's not one guy on that defensive staff that can't go into a house and, and land a kid. And then on top of that, develop that kid uh, when he gets here. So it's uh man, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I am too, man. I am too. Talk about, talk about a, uh, what talk about a wild ride we've been on. We waited and waited and waited. And then you, this is what you quote unquote end up with is, uh, is DJ Dirk. And, and then you still got a couple of days, you got the rest of the week to get out and recruit too before the end of the dead period before the dead period starts. So uh, he's got time to burn up the roads, and I imagine that's what he's going to be doing over the next uh, three days. Yeah, so we're we're excited about this hire. Um, we'll jump into the rest of the content of today's show, which was recorded before <laughs> this news. So if it's a little choppy, our apologies. But is Perry Thompson getting overlooked? We discuss next right here. Unlocked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. I know we all come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of life, but with Jace Medical at jacemedical.com, you can sign up for the Jace case. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses respiratory infections, uh, skin infections, among other things. This stuff could happen to anybody, and you want to be prepared. 
jacemedical.com. Check them out and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. It is at jacemedical.com. Perry Thompson, the standout wide receiver. He's an Auburn signee. He's being overlooked, not only outside of Auburn, but I think in rate uh, rankings, he continues to fall down rankings as, as on three put out their uh, the, kind of their final list in the, in the composite. They've got him at number 48. Um, but also it seems like Auburn fans very high on Bryce Kane. I'm 100% okay with that, but it's almost like Cam Coleman and then Bryce Kane. And they've, they've kind of, I don't know. Folks are hopping over Perry Thompson right now. And yeah. I, excuse me. Perry Thompson is 98th on, on three. My bad. Right. Right. And, and you know, a little bit of that is just uh, that Perry Thompson's, you know, a late enrollee. So he, he I say late, he's a natural enrollee. <laughs> he enrolls in the summer. So we've right. gotten, we've gotten a little bit of a preview of uh, Cam Coleman. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of preview and some practice chatter uh, from Bryce Kane. And then Perry played for a very bad high school football team. They were not, they were not very good. I don't think they made the, uh, I don't think they made the playoffs. And so, you know, he was asked to play a lot of different roles outside of just your traditional wide receiver. Mm. Um, you know, played a little bit of running back, even throw through some passes, play safety. He's an just an unbelievable all-around athlete. Probably could be a NFL safety. So again, I, I some of the some of the rankings have come down. Um, I think he's dropped out of that five-star status, still one of the highest rated players in our class. Um, and he's a he's but he's a do it all guy. He's going to be good. a do it all guy at yeah. Auburn. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that he's going to be one that's going to be behind the curve when he gets here uh, in uh, June or the end of May when he gets here because physically he's already ready to play uh, at this level. I mean, he's already over two hundred pounds and six three. Uh, I mean, there's he's got NFL size already. So he. Yeah. I, Still, like it's it's hard to imagine that that's the one you're kind of forgetting about because we got so many dudes already enrolled and working out, and it's you awesome. still got Perry Thompson out there, and hey, even uh, even Malcolm Simmons uh, as well coming in uh, uh, later too. So, but yeah, Perry Thompson is does seem to be getting. Uh, if you if you just if you just don't think about, I mean, he, he's easy to miss. He's easy to miss just because he's he's not in the headlines right now. So, uh, I'm ex I cannot wait for that kid to get here. Yeah, which is it's insane that this isn't the guy. I mean, in any other year he'd be the headliner, right? But yep, yep. the fact that Cam Coleman and then it's so easy to talk yourself into the excitement with Bryce Kane and Malcolm Simmons. It's just Malcolm Simmons is enrolling in the summer with Perry. So I think that's why the conversation around him is a little bit lower. I hate to do this. I hate to do this, Charlie Five, but I'm I'm gonna ask you this question. Okay. If Perry Thompson had not flipped from Alabama, hmm. <laughs> I know what you're going to ask me. <laughs> Would he still it. be a five-star? Oh, man, that's tough. I'm I'm going to say no, and here's, here's why I'm going to okay. say no. Because Cam Coleman jumped all the way up to the number three player in the country. Walker White jumped over 100 spots in several rankings. There's a lot of players. I know Demarcus Riddick is also another one that kind of dropped, which blows my mind. Probably because well, I think a similar thing, uh, you know, high school situation, he's played a lot of safety, and I don't know if he is a safety. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we've already gotten the rave reviews from him. Uh, Not worried about so him at all. Screw his right. ranking. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, but yeah, I, I've seen a lot of guys. Uh, go, uh, we've gotten those bumps for, and um, so I, I think it's just a combination of he, maybe he didn't have just the most breakout. He was maybe mm -hmm. a little bit overshadowed by Ryan Williams and a Cam Coleman at the Under Armour practices. Uh, even though he did have a couple of big catches in the in the game, a couple of first down conversions. Um, and then playing on a very poor football team this year to not be able to put up those huge stats that a Cam Coleman or a Bryce Kane put up again, put up. Yeah. Uh, so I think those things kind of worked against him. And then uh, the the early enrollee thing did not hurt his ranking, but it just got you combine all that and it can just kind of help make you sort of forget, I guess, forget about him a little yeah, bit. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I saw, I saw some Auburn folks saying like, Oh man, if he had, you know, if he was still at Alabama, he'd be a five star. I, I'm with you. I, I think his rating would be about the same. It might be a little higher. If you subscribe to that, the Bama bump, I think is what people call it. And I think there are some instances where that would make sense. But to me, you look at what he did in his all-star practices and right. You know, our Brian Smith was down there recruiting insider. He was down there and he was impressed with what he saw. Sure. He, he thinks Perry's in that same tier as his other guys. He, he thinks Cam Coleman is in his own tier. So disregard yep. Cam Coleman, but then Perry was in that top tier of wide receivers, which is all you need, which is all you need. And couple that with Cam, with, um, with, with Bryce Kane, with Malcolm Simmons all coming in, you feel great about it. Let's do, you, let's do a few scenarios if you don't mind. Okay. Five. Hit it. As far as instant impact, who has a, a larger impact in Auburn's receiving game next year? Perry Thompson or Bryce King? Hmm. That's tough. That's a that's a tough one. Um I think that Bryce Kane's probably gonna have more receptions uh if he if he were to get, you know, because of the the position that he's gonna play. Um Golly, that that's tough. I mean, you have you have Cam on one side. Who's going to play the other outside receiver? So, I mean, it could my be. My guess, my guess is Robert Lewis. Yeah, but the transfer I mean, from Georgia State. That's that's my guess. Yeah, so you're going to have to beat out a senior or uh, rotate some time with uh, with Cam because that dude's starting. Cam's starting. So I would say, I would say that Perry probably has a chance to score more touchdowns, uh, but. Bryce probably has a chance to be more of a uh, – maybe more of a – I guess a staple, I guess, in the offense, more of a go-to guy. And then uh, Perry could be more of a big play, mm -hmm. um, speed sweep, uh, big play type guy that could, you know, maybe score more touchdowns. So it's kind of which one do you value more, I guess. I think Bryce is going to be more of a, cons a consistent – Sure. Uh, has a chance to be a more of a consistent part of the offense, whereas Perry could be a, a change-up guy early – uh, that can go get a 50-50 ball, can run a speed sweep. Maybe I don't want to say gadget guy, but can be sort of a, a dude like that yeah. that could score touchdowns. Does he? Does Perry Thompson have a larger role in the offense than Camden Brown does in 24? Yes, yes. I think that I, I would not. I'm I'm not going to be totally shocked if Camden Brown's not even on the roster. Uh, I'm surprised after, he didn't. After, I mean, after, I would have thought I mean, he would already been gone. But I'm with uh, you. I would say yes, um, and the, if anything, this should – I mean, this is your put-up-or-shut-up type uh, time for Cam. Uh, this, uh, 
you got you got to make it happen because you got you dudes like this coming in. Yeah, I mean, you could have said that last year too, but yeah, this is yeah. a huge spring for Camden Brown for sure. Mm -hmm. So just looking at outside type receivers, you got Cam Brown. We said Robert Lewis. I think Robert Lewis starts game one at outside receiver. We'll see. Um, Coy Moore. I think he graduates in the spring, so kind of curious to see what he does. Is that what you're hearing with him too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a iffy 50 50 yeah. type thing. Um, Jay Fair slot, Sam Jackson, the fifth. I'm assuming I think slot. A, Caleb Burton be, played outside in the bowl game. He did. He did. I, I could be wrong, but I think Cam, I hope Cam Coleman could be a barometer that these guys are going to go uh, like test themselves against. You know what I mean? Because Cam, if Cam's this, then, then, then Perry's probably not too far behind. So if I'm like right. way behind, if I'm way behind Cam already, then they're definitely going to play Perry ahead of me. So I think that's a good if, – if you feel like you can hang with Cam, you might can see the field. If you can, if he's blowing you out of the water, they're going to give Perry every opportunity uh, to play when he gets here. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, okay, which of these upperclassmen do I think can hang with a true freshman Cam Coleman? I don't know many in the I, – I don't know, dude. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> but it's not just Auburn. It's not just Auburn. I don't yeah, know I mean, how Cam many – different like I, you know and i know auburn fans are, are excited for cam coleman but i think i don't think the average auburn fan like realizes we've never had someone like this no we've never had it's it's the the closest <laughs> different duke duke williams might have been the, like the closest as far as like just sheer talent but like even duke like cam would dust him in a, in a he's like duke but he can still run a four 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 five you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. duke couldn't take one to the house uh, a slant to the house uh he even saw the one time he got a chance in arkansas he got he got hawked down from behind but cam could take one right. uh from the house and he could moss on top of your head uh as well just like duke did so that but he's yeah. way more talented than yeah. duke williams yeah so we'll um we'll see we will see but yeah perry thompson don't overlook Perry Thompson, despite no. him not being here this spring. What if Charles Kelly, who's been named co-DC, actually becomes the DC? Is that out of the question? We discuss in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Charlie Five. Can you imagine? Can you imagine wagering anywhere else? I cannot. I, I think that would be I can't foolish. either, man. I can't either. And look, it's Super Bowl time. It's Over, Super Bowl under, time. Uh, Star Spangled Banner. Let's go. Let's go. Taylor Swift should sing it. I mean, let's just go all in. What color Gatorade is going to be there at the end? Mm -hmm. Who's going to mm -hmm. cry at the acceptance speech? Oh, let's let. I mean, I love it. I love it. Yep. Coin toss it. results. You got to go mm. tails. You can bet all of these fun props over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And uh, right now, new customers, you can join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the LockedOn Podcast Network. Charlie Five, can you imagine buying Auburn gear anywhere else? I won't do it. I, can't, I, can't, no. I won't even think about it. Nope. Um, got a comment about my hat the other day. I you know where it. I bought it from? Hit it. Alumni Hall. Alumni, of course. Without Alumni a doubt. Hall. Three incredible physical locations at Auburn, at Opelika, and Hunts Huntsville, Vegas. Hunts Vegas. 
if that's what you want to call it. And you also can visit them online. I've never met somebody who doesn't call it Hunts Vegas. (laughs) I might punch someone if they call it just regular old Huntsville. He doesn't mean that. And so, uh, yeah, if you don't live in Hunts Vegas or Auburn or Opelika and you're like, it's too far. I just can't make it to Hunts Vegas today. I don't have it in my soul. You can go to alumnihall.com. All their stuff officially licensed. There was a silver sticker on here that was officially licensed, and I took it off. Some people leave them on. I used to do that, and then people told me I needed to take the sticker off, so I do it now. I just take the sticker off. You just got to trust me that it's legit. Go to alumnihall.com. Already there are three great locations in Auburn, Opelika, and Hunts, Vegas. Charlie Five joining us. I believe the most important transfer that joined the Auburn roster was Percy Lewis, the former Mississippi State standout offensive tackle. I think adding him allows you to get better at two spots on the offensive line and also just uh, just talking with Jason Jones last week. Very impressed with nice. Percy Lewis, which is a great thing. Great thing. He is every bit of the size that he says he is and apparently gets after it in the weight room. Um, the effort is there. He's coming in and wanting to be a leader, which I love, especially at the left tackle position so percy lewis coming in i think he's going to start at left tackle allows you to scoot dylan wade inside i i think it's crucial i think adding just him transforms the entire offensive line without a doubt you got better at possibly you know multiple you got better at multiple positions on on the offensive line possibly you got not definitely two maybe even three so maybe whoever was going to play left guard can slide over to right guard now and i mean you may have gotten better at three different spots. I love it. I love yep. that he's already here working. I think he probably needed to shape his body a little bit. Uh he was he's a he's a very big boy, so massive. Um I, we need a we needed that type of NFL prototype size left tackle and uh not that Dylan Wade was not was not adequate cuz he definitely was. Uh but that's going to be his position in the in the NFL is going to be on on the interior. Yeah. Right. Uh so it's huge for him. Uh, from from a career standpoint, it's 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 big uh, in so many different ways. So that's a, that's a great one. Uh, I, I I really like Percy Lewis, and I hope he has a, a great spring and stays healthy and, and just continues the leadership, continues to get after it. You have a different name, though. Yeah, yeah, and this was definitely a hundred percent the first name that popped to my mind. That's not has nothing to do with the fact that you picked Percy Lewis. Is Jaron Thompson? Um, mm-hmm. We needed a the safety from Texas. The safety from Texas. We needed a veteran safety in this room so incredibly bad. Uh, you have a ton of really young talent, a ton, okay? And you got a ton coming in. You got a very talented uh, recruiting class, uh, secondary guys. You had a, a talented freshman class come in, but you did not have the guy that has multiple starts, that has experience uh, against old, older, like, seasoned uh, SEC uh, college uh, college players, uh, and you add a guy that's got tons of starts, played in probably 30-plus uh, football games, 40-plus uh, football games uh, in his career, uh, three interceptions last year, big interception against Alabama, just not somebody that's going to just wow you with his physicality and, and just physical uh, athletic tools, but somebody that's just been there. He's just been there. He knows how to practice. He knows how to play. He knows how to read defenses. And that just that puts a veteran back there 
with all these young dudes at corner at, at uh, Nick or not nickel, but at, at all these young guys at corner and uh, opposite him in safety, you're going to have somebody, mm -hmm. uh, a new face there. So I think it's absolutely huge. I think that was our, our biggest need, to be honest, a, uh, a, a guy that can play a veteran safety. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, on defense, they play differently, but you kind of giving that description made me think of Daniel Thomas at safety mm. during his time. A six-foot Daniel Thomas, yeah. Yeah, I, I, they play differently. They're different players, but as far as impact, you know, experience, steady. You know, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's Jalen Simpson, but I don't think he's bad, right? Like I, I think he's a solid starting caliber SEC safety, um, like Daniel Thomas was. And then, you know, Daniel Thomas, is he still in the league? Like I, I know he was off to a strong start with, yeah. with Jacksonville. So um, Simpson, honestly, I think he could be a very comparable player to Jalen Simpson. I don't think he's I, as rangy as Simpson, but I, I think I think he could get. I, I think, think what he's going to more run support than Simpson. I think what he'll make up with, uh, what he'll lack in range or athletic ability, he'll make up with uh, in experience. Uh, it's just a whole. He's he's going to be his fifth yeah. year, uh, and and again, he's played a ton of football football for Texas um, in leagues that throw the ball all over the place. So, uh, so I, 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 just, I don't know. I really like, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited about this kid and, and what he, you know, just being back there, that field general with all these young dudes uh, and Keontae Scott, that's uh, those two guys uh, as veterans on that defensive back staff or defensive back room. That makes me feel very, very, very confident. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm still I still can't wait to see where they put Keontae. Like is he really going to be outside corner? Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't at know. the end of the day, at the end of the day, that guy is going to I honestly think that he'll probably want to move inside eventually. Like he just he just can't you can't get him away from the ball. Like you cannot and I don't think he wants to be away from the ball either. When you're just out there by yourself on an island versus you're in the box, you're in the mix. Uh, you got blitz packages. You got uh, run so your run support. Everything like that's just who he is. He. I wonder how that happened. I I What's, can't. I like why did he? Was that his idea? Well, I think was it's it a little bit of. Staff? I think it's a little bit of necessity. Number one, we didn't have Antonio Kite. Uh, sure. Uh, at, the, at the point at that point in time, and um, you know maybe you need a veteran. You want a veteran guy on the outside, and he also I'm sure look. You can't help but look at the draft and look at how uh, those uh, rookie contracts work and see the dollar signs go towards the corners on the outside. So, hey, if it's my last year, if I can be a good return specialist and I can have a good year at outside corner, surely I can help myself. Um, you know, in the in, in the draft. But man, the fact I, his that highlight reels, though, man, the fact yeah. that you've got options is like okay, worst case, like. You know, he's a corner or worst case, depending on how you look at it, or worst yeah. case, he goes back to to nickel. Like those are two very solid options. His highlight film for, for at nickel is so it's gotta be so good. It's gotta be, it's gotta be really good. I mean, we talk about being rangy. It's just I just feel like that ability to cover ground is wasted on the outside. Sure. But we'll see. I'm with you we'll too. See. I'm with you but too. But still, I mean, I, I think he could be great, especially if they run a lot of bump and run stuff. Whether it's Charles Kelly's defense or whoever, that'd be that'd be huge with Canley on the other side. So we'll see. Charlie Five, how can people check out everything that you've got going on? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five in the locked on Auburn Discord every single day. 
uh, the AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, or Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Top Button uh, podcast. Hey, today's my birthday, so tell me happy birthday. Today's your birthday? Yeah, Wait, Tuesday. Like Tuesday. Got it. Yeah, when you're listening to this, it's my birthday. The ch- wow. I had to get with that. We should have with that. We needed a bug bounce back week, so why not have a birthday for the bug bounce back? I love that. I love that. Happy birthday, buddy. You're the Thank best. You, buddy. Find all my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.